What's going on, everybody, on this special Saturday night edition of the Pedro and Hannibal podcast? My name is Hannibal. I'm very sad. And I'm with my good friend, Pedro, that's going to probably make it worse. Tell them why you mad, son. Tell them why you mad. <laughs> uh, tell, well, I think if they all, I'm sure you watch this show and you probably watch football, you been checking out the playoffs today. Chiefs won. Um, not, you know, that wasn't to be expected. You know, Jacks put up a good fight, but it was really the most important game of the of the day was the Giants versus Eagles. And it's two minutes left in the fourth quarter. And it's seven to thirty-one. So you know what? Listen, that ass took quite a pounding. <laughs> Dude, that was rough to watch, man. Yeah. It was it it was like the Giants were not even in the same class as the Eagles. Looks like the Eagles is going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know if the Eagles are going to lose to the 49ers or the Dallas Cowboys. We'll see. But uh, Eagles look like they're ready to go all the way. Yeah. So hopefully you guys could be nice to me if you guys are going to read the comments. I mean, I mean, you know what? I'll take it. Whatever you guys want to say. It's, it's totally fine with me. Pedro, I mean, listen, your team waited, made it way farther than my team. So overall, I mean, if you can go back in time at the beginning of the year, would you say this season was uh, better than you expected, a success, or would you still say that it wasn't? No, this was a, this was a, a successful, unexpected season. The Giants overachieved due, um, I think, I think, Daniel Jones kind of became the quarterback of the Giants. Mm. Um, many fans were not too sold on him in the New York City area, but I think the playoff win, his whole season, like he just kept he kept an even keel. He didn't embarrass himself like Zach Wilson or the New York Jets, who basically just got pushed out of New York. I mean, I know he's still on the team, but he's gonna get whatever. He 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 didn't have a good attitude, and he actually played terribly. So Daniel Jones. Seems like he's he he can handle the New York media, the scrutiny, him embarrassing himself sometimes, tripping over, uh, sometimes air. He tripped over uh, his lineman <laughs> earlier, so he, yeah. there's still some things to be, um, stuff to learn. But he had, they have the great coach. Um, they believe in him. They believe in the coach. We'll see what happens with Saquon in terms of contract stuff. Are they going to franchise him? Are they going to work on a deal? You know, quarterback deals. Um, I kind of I think Daniel Jones is due to have a deal. Have to pay yeah. him, yeah. Um, Saquon was a big uh reason why. Uh, so, do Daniel you pay Jones Daniel Jones or do you pay Saquon Barkley? You gotta pay the quarterback first, I think yeah. that's just how it is, yeah. Um, you know, running backs get shafted in the NFL, and it and sometimes it's for good reason because you know they don't last very long. The shelf life is in you know, they get hurt more so often, but the shelf life is like a couple years for most running backs. Now, the top guys they might be in their prime four or five years but even then that's kind of rare actually so yeah it's tough and you can get a decent running back usually in the draft sometimes even the late rounds so yeah the, the keep your salary cap good but saquon's one of the top guys so it's they're 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 gonna be in a tough spot but you get you're gonna have to franchise tag him i think yeah because I'm, I'm wondering you know he he's gonna he's he's gonna want top dollar that's obvious that's what you want to do as a running back or anyone in nfl you want to play for top dollar but is it worth the amount of money does he want 15 a year? Probably, you know, like, you know, the running rate for running backs, but we'll see. I, I'm, I'm a little, I, w- I wish it was a tighter game. I mean, damn, from the word jump, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Eagles started beating up the Giants. Um, yeah. First, first, like, you know, I think they, they scored in the first drive. Yeah, they did. Then Giants 
you know, you know, doing a Giants thing, you know, muddling through. But that first um, fourth and eight, there was like fourth and eight. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I was surprised. I'm looking at fourth and eight. You better have some kind of miracle play where some some smoke screen trickeries happen because four and eight. Who 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 takes who goes four and eight? Not not think- and not that not in the beginning of the game, and not from that field position. You just it, that's a bad. If it's fourth and Wait. one, fourth and two, yeah, maybe, but eight yards. Philly's got a really good defense, good pass rush, most sacks in NFL. Horrible decision, I think, in my part. I think yeah, they're doing I, too much, you know. I feel like they wanted to, you know, because I think the Eagles, you know, hit them in the mouth real early and they were a little bit too aggressive. I think, yeah. I mean, it's easy to say that, but hindsight, but four and eight, uh, fourth and eight, I, I don't, Belichick don't take, I mean, Belichick takes all types of fourth down play. He, I never see him take a fourth and eight. Well, a lot of a lot of a lot of teams now are doing that, right? But usually it's are you at the fifty yard line or you know what I'm saying, forty yard line, like somewhere to where yeah, you feel like whatever, let's let's go for it. And it's usually not that many that much yardage that early in the game when you're not significantly behind yet. You know, it's not like it's right. late in the third quarter, you're down two, three touchdowns. That wasn't the situation. So and that gave Eagles a lot of momentum. They got some points right after that. Right after 14 nothing, 21 nothing. Then it's like, okay, here we sacked, go. Sacked, and then you sacked. You know, like you threw it. Okay, you get sacked. It's like, yeah. all right, so yeah. not a great start. So, yeah, to be honest, yeah, sometime by the second quarter, I was like, yeah, game is over. Um, yeah. Getting some texts, seeing some of the stuff on social media. I'm like, yeah, this is about over. I think the Jags and Chief game, Chiefs game was a little bit more interesting. Like there was, you yeah, know, that was a lot. I closer. mean, that uh, interception towards. I think it was in the fourth quarter, kind of sealed the fate from the Jags, but they got a great future. I think the Giants got a great future. I think, um, you know, they got to get people to pass the ball to. He, he got to throw the ball yeah. to somebody that's a, a threat somewhere, yeah. uh, Daniel Jones. So it's fine. It's fine. I think when you see them win against the the, the Vikings, you think, oh, they're going to in a lot of the analysts too. They're like, you know what? This Eagles game is going to be close. No, no. Mm. And even and the it, season, it wasn't close. Typically so. your, your number one seeds, you know, they had a buy more rested, more prepared. They're at home. Those number one seeds don't lose often. They just right. don't in this, right. in this latest round of how the wild card is. They just don't. I, I don't know what the statistics are. Right. But I bet it's, it, they just don't lose often. It's just very, very rare. Right. Yeah. And um, I thought the giants would play a little bit better. I think it's hard typically to beat a team three times in one year. Like Philly just has. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough thing to do, and I thought the Giants would be a little more prepared. But I think the Eagles just, you know, Jalen Hurts, man. They were he, ready. He's competitive dude. I think he's he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder still. They got a good team. They run the ball. Multiple guys that can run the ball, including the quarterback, and they did that. They showed that tonight. And when you can run the ball, control the time of possession, they don't turn over the ball. Jalen Hurts does not turn over the ball a lot like somebody like Jalen Hurts, um, Josh Allen does. Right. right. Josh Allen runs a lot and throw, but he turns it over a lot. So the Phillies, they're going to be tough. I think they're going to wind up playing the 49ers. That's going to be some smash mouth football. So I, I think. Oh, that's so you you don't got you don't got the Cowboys. You don't think the Cowboys are going to win? No, I think the 49ers are going to win. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I have a, I have I think I have one parlay still working right now. I I'm trying to I'm trying to get some some like some you know some dogs to win. I mean, right now the two favorites won earlier today. I'm looking at Sunday's game with the Bengals and the Buffalo. That can go either way. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are still down on the Cowboys. I'm thinking, you know, this Brock Purdy guy, 
I mean, eventually he may have a bad game. He, you know, he's, yeah, he's Dallas a has a really good defense. He hasn't faced a defense as good as Dallas's. And, yeah, uh, so that's a good point. Um, and I'm, I'm just go, I'm going by some getting some dogs in because that's when you get the most money by trying to bet on what people, most people don't think they're going to win. So mm-hmm. we'll see. What, what, what's your what's your um, what's your prediction for those last two games? The Buffalo Bills Bengals game. It's a coin flip. I mean, I I think the Bengals have enough offense and enough weapons and a good enough quarterback to beat Buffalo in Buffalo. Um, Josh Allen didn't look as great last week. So, you know, if I had to put money on it, I would bet on Buffalo only because they're at home. But for me, that's a 50-50, right? And I think the 49ers are going to win by, you know, I think it'll be kind of close, but I can see them winning by 10 points or so, 7, 10 points. I think it'll be a good fight. I think the Dallas will be in it in the fourth quarter, but I think the 49ers got a really good defense. I don't really trust Dax Prescott that much. You know, I just. Who does? You don't know what you're <laughs> going to get with Purdy. I think he's kind of riding a wave right now. That defense is good. He's got Christian McCaffrey to hand the ball and throw the ball to. He's got playmakers all around him. I think the 49ers, and they're at home. I think that in the playoffs, I think that that, that can help with certain things. So I think I think the 49ers will play the Eagles. And I probably, I guess, would say the Bills will play the um, Chiefs. So I think that's pretty much the top top teams on each conference. So, yeah, for me, I'm going with the Bengals and I do have some bets on for uh Cowboys, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, 49ers are probably should win. So it should be Bengals and the 49ers, but it should be um, good games. I'm just really disappointed with the giants. Like could have made it. So, I mean, it ended the, it's yeah. final the giants seven Eagles 38, not even a like, such an ass pounding like that that ass was weared out from jump from the minute go they got punched in the face and they did never got back up playoff game 38 7 that's not that's not good what is this was this like the 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 super bowl in the 80s where it was like the bears beat the team like 50 points yeah why are we watching this that's i didn't expect that but i think the eagles control the ball they they when you run the ball you run the ball like that you know, I mean, it's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough to beat a team when, if we look at the box score, I bet they had, I mean, it's well over 200 yards rushing. I mean, that's a lot of rushing yards, man. It's, and they, they did it with like four or five different guys. So, did yeah. I mean, it's a lot to, to, to kind of take in. And the worst thing is, you, you're not familiar with this, Pedro, because you don't live in New York. So, a lot of Jets fans are on my, well, at least on my feed, because, you know, mm-hmm. friends with some Jets fans. Oh, they they loving it, making the jokes, you know. Misery loves company, right? Like, I hate the Giants. Like, yeah, the Jets suck. But then we go back and forth arguing. People want to see other teams take it in the keister when their team is not playing. Oh, sure. We take right? you almost take like 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 it's like it makes you feel better. You know what I mean? It should not. Yeah. Misery should not but... make people feel better. Who like Zach Wilson is so bad. The Jets. Yes, they 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 need a quarterback because I think everything else was the was they had some decent receivers. I think Zach Wilson was just terrible. No, they got playmakers and, and they're really young, really good defense. But yeah, the quarterback play you got to have a quarterback to do to be functional, right? Yeah, I mean both of the both of their top receivers are requesting trades. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they do not want to be there anymore. They're blaming the OC. So I don't think it's OC's fault. Guy can't play. I mean Zach Wilson can't play. Yeah, at least as a starter, I, I mean, as soon as well, they like the Mike White guy. Like he came in, had a couple good games. He's liked in that locker room, but yeah. and he got hurt, and 
Mike White's not, you know, if he no. was that guy, he would have had he, the, the starting job from day one. Right? Yeah, he had he had so, opportunities. He had one last year. He had, it just he has one good game when he'll throw for five thousand yards, mm-hmm. not, but then the next game he gets. I mean, he got hurt the next game, but it just that's not he's not the guy. So yeah, a lot of Jets fans are uh, really happy. Um, you know, f them. Um, what, what are Jets gonna do? Like Jets, what last when Jets won the Super Bowl? Like what with the Joe Namath guy? Like forget that guy. No, that's that's right. That was the last time they were in a Super Bowl. I think that was like <laughs> Super Bowl four or something like that. It was like <laughs> it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I like both New York teams, but I wouldn't shit on one team because my team is out. But I understand that's New York. We we don't like each other. It's it's totally fine. But uh, I appreciate you guys for coming through. Um, I know it's good. Good amount of us are, are you guys watching um, right now. Now, I know you guys checked out the title of this, and I know everyone's talking about this Shannon Sharp thing. I know. <laughs> and the first thing that I thought, and I, that's why I put the title. Yeah. I looked at the pitch. I'm like, what's up with that guy's card? Like, why is he? What's going on Bro. with that? Yeah, that know, right? choice of garment. And now we're not fashion, clearly, but you're looking at us. No, look, I have a T-shirt on that says "boy" on it. <laughs> we were not fashionistas, okay? <laughs> yeah, we're not. Yeah, like you know, Shannon Sharp for the most part dresses really well. I, you know, but that's the first thing, I, and I probably the last. Most people do not think about like, what's up with that card again? Let me show you. Let me, I think I have the picture up. While like, you bring the picture up, I wanna. I saw some info on that. I saw like a little TikTok. That cardigan is, uh, uh, it's like uh, one of those fancy. You know, fashionista, which is actually women. Anyway, it's one of those high, high, high fashion cardigans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's over three thousand dollar cardigan he's wearing. And if you see the model that was modeling that cardigan that I saw, it was like a much smaller man, like my size, and it's supposed to be like an oversized cardigan. But look at him; he wears it like a regular because he's a fucking. Look he's, at him. he's a beast. He weighs three hundred pounds. Yeah, so. But it's a sharp. I mean, I like cardigans. I think it looks good on him. I'm a cardigan uh, guy. You wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you think cardigans. this looks good on him? I do. Yeah, I do. I, what do you mean? You don't think it looks? Are good? you serious? Yeah. It looks this fine. look. He looks silly. Absolutely <laughs> silly. You listen. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you this right now because this little thing, this little thing that we're watching, this is gonna. It's a meme. It's gonna become a meme. It's already a meme. Oh yeah. The look like that cardigan. You're gonna see that on other celebrities and something similar. I'm saying it right now. So when we do our podcast on Monday and Wednesday, we'll look into it. This is going to be, you're going to see NBA guys, NFL guys wearing this similar or the exact cardigan in the next upcoming weeks. The color is off. Not the color. Not, I'm a cardigan guy. Like, you I, like I have some. I, you don't like the blues? Not on him. Not the, no. And the, the knitting, maybe the style as well. The knitting looks kind of weird. It looks, it looks off. He should have took it off when he started to fight. Like when he was ready to go down, like he started arguing. Take that, like he was, you know, he got the, he got the white tee underneath. He was, you know, he's a beast. I just, it looked kind of. He's so LA now. He is he so is LA. So LA. He's you know, he's so he's LA. from Georgia. You know, yeah, Georgia. He's a country you know, boy. He's a country, you know, country boys yeah. with a baby blue. Uh, I don't know what all those colors. I just I see some I see some navy in there, some baby but blue. He look, look at him though. Look at him. He's got the little chain. Big. Look, his chest is popping out of his undershirt. I mean, well, he looks. He's that's Uncle Shay, man. Look yes, he's Hollywood now, and, and, and he looks like the the uncle that comes to the cookout or the family function. You ain't seen in a while. He got a little bit of money. 
he made some of himself and he's showing out. That is that to me. That is Shannon Sharp. That, that's, that's I'm what, cool with that. I'm and, fine and, with that. Uh, and nothing wrong with that. Is I, I, the color went off. I don't know. I, be honest, I don't know what color it would have looked good on him. It just when well, you're too brolic, there's certain types of garments mm. you can't really wear. And yeah. us, you know, skinny fat guys, we can do a little, do a little bit more. Or at least I am a skinny fat guy. I don't think you're a skinny fat guy. I think you're a skinny guy. I'm but you, skinny I don't guy. know. Like, would you wear that? Uh. I think that looking at that, the fabrics are probably too, it's like too much to look good on me. I wear cardigans. I do have some, but like they're thinner, the material, you know, that looks yeah, like, so, real, yes, exactly. Real, it looks yeah. heavy. It looks too heavy for me, but I think it looks good on him because of how big he is. Um, but Hey, let me, I want to give a couple I want to shout out grinding with Levi, fellow Giants fan. My yes, Brian Leva. You know, I think he had, <laughs> he had a positive comment. I, I totally passed. He I totally did. You guys him. had a great year, man. You guys had a really good year. He's so a I heads up, it. Hannibal. Our future is bright. We before we overperform. Ninety-five percent of people begin. You know, shout out to Levi from the beginning because uh, we started this in the beginning of the season. Levi was all was in. Like, the Giants are good. Yeah. And Pedro cursed at him, called him names, and said Saquon Barkley is not a top court uh, running back. He's trash. He's garbage. Giants. Uh, hold stop. I never said he was trash and garbage. <laughs> my my Bears is going to go ten and zero. Like he was saying a lot. He was yeah, spending a lot of shit, and then we see what happens. Yeah, the yeah. Bears were three and twenty yeah, something. Hannibal, do you feel better now? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so, do you want to recap what happened to Shannon Sharp and like you? You could you can do that if you want. I got some videos um, of the interactions. Yeah, and, whatnot, and but want to give a shout out to Kelly. She says first time catching the live. Kelly, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Kelly. Me. Appreciate uh, you coming you. through on a Saturday we're, night. We're, we're good friends from separate parts of the world, but we we do a show twice a week. Saturdays isn't the usual one for us, but I appreciate you enjoying the show. So thank yeah. you for being here. So that it this situation is outrageous, and I have a lot of thoughts on this. But I want to hear your thoughts because I think. I think I might know where you're going to go because we talked about Shannon Sharp last week or so, right? About him and uh, the other guy, the, the skip, skip whatever. Mr. Yeah. Skip Bayless. Okay, skip, so let me yeah. see. So, All right, so the LA Lakers played the Memphis Grizzlies last night. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And it was a contentious game. And I think that's where the, the start of it all. Like you really yeah. put everything else. And Memphis hard, talks a lot of shit. They are young. They talk a lot without any hardware which is we can get to that at some point because they talk a lot that's and they a have good no, point they have no hardware they don't have any mvp players on their team nobody's won even like rookie of the year like nothing john moran is a superstar i'll say that he, he's, he's not superstar. he's a superstar he that's a superstar. it that's it they got yeah. nobody else on that team that should be able to say anything that's my opinion, but go ahead. All right, got you. And I know that you 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 like the Lakers. You're a Lakers guy. I do, but I like I like Jaw too. I like Memphis. I, I like yeah. it. But you have to, in my opinion, if you're gonna run your mouth as much as they do, you gotta have something. You gotta yeah. at least went to the finals last year. Jaw's gotta have an MVP under his belt. You gotta have an Olympic gold medal, an NCAA title, something. They have nothing. Nobody on that team has anything. So yeah. for them to be so like they haven't even. They haven't gotten to a Western Conference Finals, so um, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense that they talk. Um, I'm I'm gonna try to pronounce this requisence. Uh, if, if I hopefully I pronounced that right, he said, "Look up the Cheyenne's Wyoming colors. Those co- those colors are country as f. Maybe okay. they, maybe I'm not a country dude, so I couldn't tell. It just when you're really big and muscular, you don't have to put on much of anything. 
Anything looks good. Yeah. But when you get a little bit too fancy, and again, he's an LA guy now, so he, you know he could throw on three thousand dollar card again like nothing, and about sure. to beat up the entire Memphis Grizzlies team. Except mm-hmm. Stephen Adams. Oh, that Stephen Adams will take it. He was that ready. Would, he was. That ready. would be a fight. That's like a silverback versus a lion or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's Stephen Adams represents '90s uh, enforcer. Like, I think Stephen Adams would have been in the '90s and held his own with you know. With he's the rest big, of them, right? Charles Oakley, those guys who were just, you know, Davis brothers and, you know, like, but, okay, so Shannon Sharp has courtside seats. He's very animated during the game. I didn't, I, I didn't catch, I didn't understand some of the, or I didn't catch the entire game. LeBron, was LeBron talking stuff first? Because I know Dylan Brooks was guarding him and Dylan Brooks was probably talking a lot of trash, probably pushing him around, talking a little bit too much. And LeBron was getting really angry. So was this before the fight? You you know, the only ha- thing that I heard was Shannon Sharp was telling Dylan, you know, obviously Dylan and LeBron are probably saying things as the game goes. That's what I'm, that's, so I'm thinking. LeBron so thing happened. Shannon first. Sharp, from what I understand, tells Dylan Brooks, "You can't guard LeBron. You can't guard LeBron. You too, you know, he's You're too small." Talking too to small. Dylan, and Dylan Brooks says, "Shut the f up." Yes, yeah, that he tells fuck him, you. shut the fuck up. Yeah. Fuck you or whatever. Yeah. Then Shannon, and Shannon Sharp's like, "What?" You know, and so he claps back. And then, you know, the Memphis Grizzlies teammates have Dylan Brooks back, as they should. Yeah. Team, good teammates should do that. So, Jaws says something. You know, and then Jaws' dad, T. Morant, comes over and, you know, him and Shanna have a thing. And then they, you know, seems like they're good at the end. Yeah. But I think it's just one guy says something. One guy, Shannon Sharp's not going to back down. Right. And I think that's what happened. So, let me show you Let me show you what LeBron was dealing with. So, this probably happened before it all went down. Some free throws only of the night. You know, when Ja was drafted, some were saying, Oh, well, that's the consolation after Zion. But I'll tell you what, you visit that draft. The referees are now telling uh, they're just scoring at will right now. That's 56% overall. LeBron! Bring it right back with authority. I like angry LeBron. I like angry old. LeBron. I like angry. <laughs> I'll tell you this. If LeBron played a little more angry, I think he'd have another one or two rings, in my opinion. Yeah, I like angry LeBron. Like he was and getting LeBron's got hardware. He can say whatever he wants. Yes. And I think yes. maybe the Grizzlies were getting under his skin a little bit because usually he stays like people be trying to beat up, like people be trying to get at LeBron. And LeBron usually just kind of takes it in a stride. He doesn't do like, you know, like a Robin thing or a Dray- Draymond. But they can't handle their emotions at times. LeBron really gets that mad. I've, at least I've I've seen on the court. So I think this may have happened during the situation. So we're going to show the the I guess the argument where I think Shannon animate Shannon. If you if you guys watch him, Hall of Fame tight end. All he did was talk trash when he yeah. played. Talk oh, yeah. tons of trash. So he still has that, and he's a fan now. He's at court side seats. He got the baby blue cardigan on. He's gonna talk <laughs> shit. Hey, Dylan Brooks, Dylan Brooks, you too small. He is too small. They had a double LeBron all night. You too yeah. small. And then we'll, we'll again, we'll see. It's like forty-one seconds. Let me show you right now. At the Crypto.com Arena, Dylan Brooks was having words with Shannon Sharp, Hall of Famer and broadcast. And you see Steven Adams comes over to protect his guy along with the supporting cast. And then Shannon Sharp still talking. And T. Morant, John Morant's dad, comes over. Had an opportunity to talk to T. Morant. And he said, my, high, my blood pressure didn't go up a bit. 
nothing but love and respect for Shannon Sharp. It's a bunch of guys talking a bunch of trash. And just a bunch and, of guys talking a bunch of trash. I mean, that's, that's the that, line right there. Yeah, that's that's ba that's basically it. It's yeah. uh, a bunch of people talking trash. So this is what I get. I think I think I agree with you that the Memphis Grizzlies are a little bit. They they follow in John Morant. I would give it to John Morant can talk. Is he can talk? Why? Dude plays his ass off. It dunks on everybody. He's a superstar player. I, I give him that hundred percent. Yeah. The rest of them shouldn't be talking. So yeah, Dylan, Dylan Brooks is good. I mean, he's he's in the NBA, so he's a course. good player. He's yeah. putting up decent numbers. Dylan Brooks is never going to be an All Star. He's never going to win. You know, like he's he's, he's a, a good, good role, role player. player. Yeah. But I mean, you know. He, these guys are, you know, and I think Shannon Sharp, let the guys talk on the court. These guys talking on the side, talking like, I think Shannon Sharp escalated it a little bit by standing up and he's pointing like. Say, come here. Yeah, I got no problem. And he didn't, Dylan and Brooks didn't come up. there. And he didn't. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Shannon why Sharp would you? Seems like he instigated it a little bit. I think that, yeah. So if I if I had to devise, like in terms of who was the most responsible, I, I believe Shannon Sharp is responsible. You could you could have just drawn back. You didn't have to say come here. You gotta you stand just, up and get on the court. Yeah, you didn't have to do all that. Because uh, Stephen Adams had a. I don't know. If, Stephen Adams walked over. I don't think he went up to try to fight until he saw how aggressive Shannon was. And then he was like, Yo, "What's your problem?" You know what I mean? Like he was just trying to say, "Like, Yo, what's what's up? Like, what's happening?" But I think, and and this is a few issues I have. If Shannon Sharp was a regular court size court side fan, he would have been evacuated. He would have been kicked out. Excellent say, and the I did. He was able to stay and finish watching the game and enjoyed it yeah. because the Lakers won. Yeah. I don't remember anyone remembers. The Lakers actually pulled it out. They did. And how how Shannon Sharp almost causes a fight with multiple NBA players is he he is able to stay. To well, watch but game. he's getting the benefit of being a celebrity. They know who he is because we see other fans say do things right, and they ask, "Hey, get this guy out of here. He's talking whatever." Like that happens, and sometimes they'll get escorted out. Any other regular dude, even if it's somebody that has a lot of money, because if, if you're sitting in them seats, you got a lot of money, right? Yes. You got a lot of paper. And they right? could have said, hey, Shannon, you're, you're bugging, but you, you want to go to a cup? You want to go to some owner's box? If you got some seats available, you're Shannon they Sharp. Offered, they might have offered that. They might have. May have. It's just, I, I think if we really care about the safety of what's going on in NBA, where it's unlike any other sport where the fans can literally get on the court if they wanted to, and you allow him to draw and go back and forth and not do anything about it shows, which we already know, some people get treated better than others, right? Oh, Shannon yeah. Sharp is pro LA. He's pro LeBron. He goes on that show, talks about how great LeBron is, talks a lot of crap about Westbrook, which I'm, is interesting. I don't know how they have a communication or anything, but, and apparently he talks a lot of negatively about the Grizzlies. I don't know that. I don't, I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't he, know much about but, that either. For for Dylan Brooks to react that way, maybe Dylan Brooks was just really mad at the moment that like he got frustrated. Why is he yelling "f you" to Shannon yeah. Sharp? Shannon Sharp could rip you apart. Like what? Yeah. Shannon Sharp is what fifty something. Shannon Sharp would rip most ripped everybody apart. I mean, he's yeah, he's he a, is he's ripped. Crazy. He is what I'm going to look like when I get that HGH in my in my blood system. <laughs> so like, you're gonna fight, yo? Shannon Sharp would destroy you. He's a full. He's a Hall of Famer. So for Dylan Brooks to call him a, a pedestrian, like yeah, some, that's some, yeah. why don't you just say, Hey, no comment. Or, you know, like there's something about the Memphis Grizzlies that's becoming unlikable to me. I don't know. Like, yeah. What do you think? I, I, yeah. I, I like Ja. I do, but they just, 
did just I'm a trying little, to say which it's like, which one? It's like they want to be like the bad boys or something of the league now. They kind of want to be, and it's like I don't know. It just yeah, but bad boys win championships. They Detroit do, Pistons. Yeah. So yeah, a regular pedestrian like him, no. He should have never came back in the game, but it's L.A. So he's attacking L.A. He's he's attacking Shannon. He knows who Shannon Sharp is. Come Everyone on. knows who Shannon Sharp is. Everybody knows. I mean, come on, come on. These guys watch the show he's on. They know he's a Hall of Famer. He's not just a ex-NFL player. He's one of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game. You know who yes. Shannon Sharp is, okay? Yes. I mean, come on. But I also think Shannon is a big personality, obviously. We've talked about this before on the show. He welcomes. He likes this. You don't mean to. I mean, he's always a well dressed guy, but you don't show up courtside in a three thousand dollar cardigan, looking like that, standing up, dapping every. You want the camera on you. You want the attention. You're there. You love LeBron. He's your little nephew, whatever you call him. LeBron loves him. LeBron loves him, right? I saw what he said at the post game, right? He rides with Shannon, hundred percent. Blah blah blah. But yeah, look, look at Shannon the Sharp wants this. Yeah, he, he, said, he I, wants the attention. LeBron says, I ride with Shannon 365 days a year and 366 on a leap year. That's my guy. All right. I mean, and that's why I don't watch a lot of the, him, his uh, Undisputed show, because he is way too pro-LeBron. And, it, and then, and like, Skip is way too anti-LeBron. It just becomes yeah. it's unnecessary to watch. It's like, that's what the whole, it's like 25% of their show is that, right? You think about it. A, a great percentage is about LeBron and one likes and one doesn't. Yeah, it's LeBron. It's LeBron talk and Dallas Cowboys talk. If you don't, if you don't care about those two things, don't watch the show because there's nothing there for you. Yeah, they'll recap some of the other stuff, but it's about LeBron James. So Monday morning, which I won't be watching, Monday morning, we're we'll talking about they're going to yeah. talk about the, obviously the Cowboys game and then what the hell um, Shannon Sharp is. And so, this yeah. is what's bothering me about a lot of the sports media. They want to be a part of the story now. Back in the day, they weren't a part. They were just reporting or interpreting what's going on with the athletes, the people we actually want to watch. Now, yes, Shannon Sharp was an athlete, great one, but he's not anymore. And what are you doing? Trying to make, putting yourself in the store. You say, well, he, he said, F me. Yeah, that's what they, you know, I've seen what Kevin yeah. Durant said to some fans. Yeah. Uh, you know, they'll say, shut the fuck up. So like, all right, so you need to step up and try to fight. Like, it just seems a little silly because also it just seems like, you are. I read this. I, I don't know if this is true. That Shannon Sharp is critical of the Memphis Grizzlies. I, I don't know. Even if that's true, even for Dylan Brooks, why are you saying f you to anybody on the court? Talk like all they do is draw it. I mean, you're in L.A. You're in a road yeah. game. Why you can't keep yourself together? And I think that's the reason why they lost that game. I think Memphis Grizzlies are a talented team, but like we said before. They feel themselves too much. I think they think, uh, I, yes, you have to. And I think, you know, some would say, well, you got to you gotta act like, dress like, and walk like a champion before you're a champion. And I do yeah. agree with that, that, that line of thinking, that movement, right, and whatever you do, not against that, right? But in the NBA, all the, all the guys are thinking like that, right? right? So you have to have something to back up your words. You can say whatever you want, trash talking, on the court, whether you're playing a playground or in the NBA or high school, you're going to talk trash. I mean, that's what it is. Kids are doing it nowadays. You go to little little games of like eight, nine-year-olds. They're talking trash or making a move and flexing on each other. Like everybody wants to be on camera. Everybody wants to be heard. Like that's common, right? But like you got to you gotta know that if you talk to trash, you got to back it up. Yeah. Okay. So and like and the they're Warriors, good team. I mean, I'm, I know they. I'm, you know, right now they're number two in the Western Conference. They're thirty. The thirty-one and fourteen. They're a good team. Sure. They're a very good team, but they haven't. Even 
even the fact they have a great um, record, they haven't done anything yet. They haven't done enough to like, yes, you, yes, you, you you went with the Warriors. You kind of, you know, put, you know, John Moran was hurt. Um, maybe if, John, if John Moran wasn't hurt, maybe it would have been a whole different situation. But they they follow John Moran to, to they follow his lead, his the, the, the swagger, the, the trash talking. Um, and is it, I think someone said, uh, don't worry, uh, T. Morant and John Morant are going to be on uh, uh, Club Shay Shay one. Probably because, you know, towards the end, I don't know if T, I don't know if T, I think, I don't know if T was trying, again, there's a few people that I don't think they were trying to fight. But the problem no, is when Shannon Sharp was worked up, like, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a football player. I think those yeah. are just two old heads. Two old and then, and guys. Kind of, and hey, he, let's just talk. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Let's just, you know, hey, I'm and, talking and, my piece. I'm talking your piece. As much you know. as I, you know, the attitude of, of the Grizzlies, I, I, I like T. Morant. I don't, I, he seems like, you know, everyone keeps calling him Usher. He looks like Usher, like a taller Usher. He does but he seems Usher. like he gets along with everyone, and he probably did not want to piss off Shannon. He's like, why would you want to, you know, like. No, I think he's playing a little peacemaker. He's like, hey, what's up, man? Like, you know, I can imagine a conversation, and they're good. Like, but these are two old school guys. Like, you know, T. Morant's obviously supporting his son. He's got a daughter that plays in high school that's supposed to be pretty good. Like, you know, he's a father in actively in his kids' lives. I mean, he's. He's like at every game, you know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, that's not you know that's. Be, I mean, he put he pushed his son to get where he like he you see yeah, I saw a lot of yeah. older videos. He pushed his son. John Moran to, High School wasn't like a highly recruited guy. He went to Murray State. That's not a big top school. Like he, you know, he had to push his son to get to where he's at. You know. Yeah, but you know, it's 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 just I, I feel like we'll see what happens in the playoffs again. They're the two seed. They're playing very well. Uh, Hector. Um, Appreciate you coming through. The Grizzlies will win a championship one day, but they got to do it first. What do you think no. about their championship? Oh, no. all right, straight out. You don't no. think the Grizzly, uh, Grizzlies have a chance? I, I think I, – no, I don't. I think there's too many the other – The players really start right now, they'll play the Clippers. They'll beat the Clippers, right? Maybe. I don't know. Kawhi Leonard's healthy and Paul George are both healthy. I could see yeah. the Clippers winning that series. Yeah, I, yeah I Because think... right right now it's the Nuggets at one, Memphis two, Kings – Kings three? Oh, yeah. uh, I'm not watching the NBA clearly because I <laughs> three. The hell is going on in the NBA? Uh, four Pelicans, five uh, Mavericks, six Timberwolves, Clippers, and then the Warriors at eight. Yeah, I still have the Mavericks coming out of the West. That was my prediction at the beginning of the year. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Pedro. That's not if you're all right. If, if the Grizzlies ain't making it. The Mavericks are not going to make it because Luka is going to wear out eventually. The guy no. can't drop 50 every game and then make it all the way to June. He's, he's going to make himself like, I mean, his conditioning has improved. I, I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. But one man can't. He's great. I just don't see him. Somebody else got to step up. Um, we'll see. You still think of, of the Mavericks? Yeah, I got the Mavericks, man. I do. Yeah. All right. So we'll see. And then you got the you know, Devin Nuggets doing their thing there at top, obviously. So yeah, I mean, we all like this. We like the, the conversation. Just, I want it on the court. Like, Shannon, you want to yeah. be a part of it? See, that's why I thought a lot of that stuff they were doing with him and Skip is is, is fake, man. Because what are you doing? Why, why, Shannon, why do you thought that, first of all, no one's going to fight you. So I don't know why they even thought that was going to be a thing. Dylan Brooks is going to fight you. Dylan Brooks would never touch you. Like, no. why did you, I think, yes, you don't want to be someone say, fuck you. Of course. But you you've been you played the NFL. People fans say all type of thing, and you're a fan now. Why didn't you just just say something back to him and then move on? I just I didn't understand why he decided to escalate it. I don't know. 
I I think that I think he just likes I think he likes the attention. And plus these guys got egos. These are all athletes. They got egos. They're usually the best at what they've been doing growing up. Now they're in the NBA, so they still think have that mentality. They're super competitive. They're ultra elite, right? And yeah. Shannon Sharp still thinks he can probably play in the NFL if you asked him, right? So I think this is you get this 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 machismo energy going on and it's in LA, the lights are on. You got your three thousand dollar card again. You got your gold chain. You're feeling good, right? Yeah. Dylan Brooks is on the court guarding LeBron. He's feeling good. He's in the NBA. He should feel good. The young man should feel good about himself. And right. you get the John going back and forth. You know the cameras are on. You know ESPN's calling a game or whatever. You you know I, I think people get caught up in that. You know and Shannon Sharp, man, I don't know. Like if he is he married? I feel like he's not. Does he have a wife? Like what is he? I, I- I don't think so. I know he he once. I think he was once with um, uh, Eddie Murphy's ex-wife Nicole. She's a fine. I don't know. Yeah. How, okay. I, th- I feel like I remember. But then that, he, but like, you know, he's bouncing he around. He needs a hobby it. or a girlfriend or something like. That. I think like I think what you say. They want attention. You know, they bring ratings to the undisputed, and I don't know if it necessarily you say it's orchestrated, but I think that's a little bit of what um, they're looking to do. It yeah. just. It, I would say. Shannon Sharp should take some response, more responsibility than the guys on the court. The guys on the court are playing. Yes, they're good. They may be a little too emotional, but they're playing the game. You're paying to watch the game. It's two different things. And he should have been, he should have been told not to be, um, he should have been kicked out. I mean, I, I don't see how, and it is unfair. And then you're trying to say, we, we really care about the safety of the NBA players. I don't care who's, who's at the, on the court side. Once they bring that kind of energy into yeah. the game, he should That's not be point. there. That's a good point. Fine, you know, it's LA. He's Shannon Sharp. All right, yeah, big deal. That's the reason why he was able to stay. Mm-hmm. Put him somewhere else. Hey, take yeah, get some club seats. It's an owner box. Sit next to the damn owner. You're Shannon Sharp. Ain't like you're gonna say no. You know, like you can't be here because clearly and then he was there at the very end, still yep. being extra, yep. you know, like it just I, I just don't see how that makes sense. But you know what? Dylan Brooks may be right. Maybe it's LA. And that's just how they roll over there. I mean, L.A., I've, I've never been to L.A. You know, you hear the L.A. things about sports games and events. Like, everybody shows up late. They're not even there for the game. Oh, yeah, They're definitely, yeah. Theme. You know, it's like an, it's an yeah. event, but it's not like a sporting event like in New York or Philly or Chicago. Yeah, because we, we hate our lives. You see, when if you're in L.A. or <laughs> Miami, if you're in Miami, Pedro, do you give a shit about the heat when the beach is right there? Nah, the, <laughs> those events are those events are those games are like events. It's a place you go to like have a good time, and you don't even need to watch the game. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's just different. It's you different you see, the, you yeah, see the like, girls going walking about. Do you care about if you like you're in LA? Do you give a damn about the the damn Chargers? Like it just. But when you're in the Northeast and you hate your life, it's twenty below. It's the weather, you have nothing man. going on. You look at your late your old lady. You can't stand her face. You can't stand the kids. Everyone looks ugly. The sports is all we have. That's why you think about like the Buffalo Bills. What the what else does the Buffalo have? Do you know like it's cold? Nothing. I I don't know what they have, but I know they do. Bills Mafia goes hard for those Bills, man. They, they got go because they have nothing. Hard. They're nice. They have nothing else. It's yeah. they, they they get a lot of snow. They get ten feet of snow every day. They have to watch something or they'll they'll go crazy. So it's, it's different. It's like. That's why I don't know why they keep putting more teams in LA. Um, you got like, you got money, put- money. It's money. It's a big market. It's money. Like it's you know that's why a lot of companies 
companies, you know, build these these stadiums or whatever. You got the, the naming rights. The companies buy the suites. You got this. It's money. That's why they, you know, that's that's why they do it. You can only have so many teams in a Green Bay or a St. Louis or but a I, Kansas I think it's, City. But, those I, are small I, markets, I, but the but those markets are passionate and they need jobs. They need sure, like sure, Oklahoma sure. City. Um, you know, great great place, right? They took the they took that Thunder team and they they realized, well, this actually is a market here, um, compared to where you know, and I think Seattle still should get another team. But I think some of these smaller markets guys see how passionate football, college football yeah. is, and some of these other smaller markets. I, I think it just makes sense. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's all about New York and LA. But um H- Hector said, uh, you know LeBron controls the Lakers. <laughs> So I bet he told security. He I bet you. <laughs> like that's bet my you uncle over there. Leave listen, I bet you LeBron had to say a word. They're like, they're not kicking him out. He's he's he's. He, I'm sure he no. he. And and I I realized this too about Shannon Sharp. He is the mouthpiece for some of these um athletes, basketball and football. So like, I think he represents LeBron. So when LeBron when Shannon goes and he's little theories about who he's mad at or what's going on, who needs to step up, LeBron is talking to him. Mm. LeBron is telling him, yeah, I don't appreciate this team. They need to make some moves now. And then LeBron, then like Shannon does this whole diatribe on the show. And I think he's he's doing it for Lamar Jackson. Mm. Because, you know, he used to be in the um the, the Ravens. The I'm Ravens, sure LeBron yeah. res- uh, I mean, I'm sure Lamar respects Shannon. They probably still communicate. He and it shows how far we came through in terms of sports media, being unbiased, being a reporter, kind of not being friends with the people you're covering. But you know, keeping a distance so you can be critical. You could, you don't have to, you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not the same. It's yeah. not the same how they report and criticize athletes. So that Shannon goes real hard on everybody else, but he don't really go hard on LeBron. And then Skip goes hard on LeBron. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's you know when you have relationships with people, you're going to defend them naturally as, as a human being. You know what I'm saying? If you got a relationship with somebody versus just being an outsider and maybe respecting their game or their craft. But if you got a relationship, like LeBron's got Shannon's number and Shannon's got LeBron's number. We, oh, can clear. we can guarantee that, right? Yeah. So, you know, I'm not surprised by it. But also, Shannon, sure, I mean, I think these guys in entertainment and their media uh, personalities, they, they have to almost decide, okay, who am I going to follow? Who am I going to stick my name? Who am I going to attach my name to? How can I continue to my, grow my career? LeBron's one of the biggest athletes in the world, right? Yes. So, you know, some people do it with Tom Brady. Some people do it with this person, right? And it's normal, right? People did it with Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, like all the greats, right? So it makes sense in some regard, but it's weird though, because he's so about LeBron. Like it's like over the top sometimes, but that is Shannon Sharp, that's his personality. So it's almost like I'm not that surprised by it. Yeah, that's what part is is not entertaining. It's like, you're, this is getting like you becoming a cartoon character because I I know that he probably doesn't believe or agree with everything that LeBron does on the court. He, oh, he he, he can't. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. Right? Like LeBron shouldn't be launching as many three pointers as he should. Like why is he throwing as many three pointers when he could drive to the basket? What like why is he doing that? That's mm-hmm. a problem. You know those those three pointers, missed three pointers, are basically points for the team. So it's like, why, you know, like, I understand the whole, you know, that's why I'm not 100% all fine with everyone shooting three-pointers. You know, Stephen Curry, you know, he hit a half court the other day. Everyone thinks they can shoot three-pointers, and they can't. They can't. I mean, I'm looking at the stats. They can't. But then the yeah. analytics say, 
just launch them because yeah. you're going to wind up winning anyway. It's a bad chance. Well, you're going to get more, more. You're going to get more possessions and stuff like usually. Yeah. Right. So. And that's the downfall of the NBA. Damn it. Even though I, I, I am a feeling, I love an NBA. I mean, some, so you like you like the like 80s and 90s basketball a little bit better than the new stuff. Yes, more, when I more was more physical a, in the paint. You want to see Patrick Ewing getting fouled, sweating on a foul line. Yes, like you want to hundred percent. I want to see Dennis <laughs> Rodman colliding into. I want to see real fights, not this bullshit that's happening right now. Like real <laughs> Charles Oakley about to kill somebody. Like that's what I kind of you know like Antonio Davis about to swing someone's neck. You know, like th- that that kind of NBA, but I, that why would they change it? The NBA is as popular as it's going to be. They're trying to expand oh, yeah. overseas. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. But uh, I mean, they're not trying. They have expanded overseas. The last and they started that 30 years ago. Well, basically in 1992, when the Dream Team in Barcelona, like right. when that when that all happened, that's when it really started taking off. Right. Yep. And I mean, some of the best players and if you do a top 10 of the best players in the NBA, half the dudes are not born in this country. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was going to happen a little faster than it did. Cause they were mm-hmm. saying that when the, when Ginobili and Dirk was like, Oh, it's yeah. going to take the whole, it's going to be an international takeover. And it hasn't done that yet, but you know, you it's, still got the guys, you got Joker, you got Luca, um, just Victor Wimby, Giannis, Giannis, Joel Embiid. And most of these other two, they, they didn't start playing basketball until like, I don't know, 20 or some shit. And they were able to mm-hmm. dominate. But, um, so I think uh, Hector answers, asked this question. You already answered it in the chat, but he asked, do you think Shannon Sharp is knowledgeable about sports in general? You said you didn't. Um, you talk about I, you- I, overall, do I think he's knowledgeable about the game? I mean, football, clearly, because he played football. So obviously he's going to know X and L. But overall, overall sports? I think this was a question. You think- yeah, yeah. Uh, not really. I think Shannon Sharp is good because he's got a – great personality he's great on tv he's opinionated and that that's where that comes from do i think he's really knowledgeable about basketball and baseball they don't even talk about baseball and hockey and sports in general i do not know no they don't and i think that's smart for them don't talk about stuff you guys are not watching i'm sure they're not watching baseball and that's why i I started to realize how espn wasn't really about sports and i know that they're fox sports but a lot of the big opinionated shows i'm thinking Man, they're not talking about any other sport unless it's something noteworthy. Like it ha- something has to be happening from the yeah. care. Yeah. Um, and I think Skip Skip knows a little bit more every because he's, he's a sports writer. But then he became a character. He he stopped he stopped becoming a, a writer and became I'm gonna say a most outrageous thing. Be dis- be disrespectful. And Shannon, I don't know. I think them being together, Shannon's kind of picking up some of that nonsense. And we'll see what happens. I, you know, I know we talked about it before. Do you think Shannon and Skip will continue to show? Continue? I don't yeah. know. Who knows? I think Shannon I mean, may think he's a shit. He's like, you know, I could do this on my own. Yeah. And I don't think he can. So I think he could run, and obviously he has a podcast or whatever he's got going on. I think he could do that. But will yes. it will it push the needle like the show he has with Skip or go up against First Take on his own? No. I don't think he... No, he, he's uh, not Stephen A. And I know Stephen no. A is super annoying. Apparently, Stephen A got in trouble for saying Rihanna and all that. Um, well, what, and, when did that happen? Oh, this happened. Let me see if I look it up. Yeah, he had a, he legit apologized. He knew he effed up. Um, let me see if I find it. I, she's, so I, she's doing the Super Bowl halftime show. I'll definitely yes. watch some of that. So yes. that happened, <laughs> and then and then, and then then Stephen A was like, she and all that, which was a big mistake anyone who follows the you know the rihanna army 
Um, they don't play around with that. So let me let me see if I can find exactly what he said. Um, yeah, Stephen A. Smith apologized to Rihanna after the comments he made about the singer at an appearance. Oh, at, he was in a different show, the Sherry Show. I don't know what the Sherry Show is. Um, but during the during the appearance on oh Sherry Shepherd. Smith was asked about Rihanna performing at the halftime show. While Smith praised Rihanna, he said, she ain't Beyonce. I don't want to say I'm not excited. She's fantastic. But that's not where I'm going with this. Ladies and gentlemen, she's a lot of things. She's spectacular. Actually, congratulations on New Mama Hood. But there's one thing she's not. She ain't Beyonce. So Rihanna fans started probably almost trying to kill this man. And he had to apologize. Um, Rihanna fans is probably the same as Beyonce fans. They are they're crazy. Um, you know, well, that's I, that's a, that's an interesting take. Um, I don't dislike Beyonce, but I'm gonna I'll give a hot take. I think she's a little overrated. And I I, I if we're talking about talent and like everything involved, Beyonce is a probably a maybe a bigger star, I guess. But Rihanna, I think, is more talented. Oh, Re- what do you what do you say? What do you say? I don't know if I'm following uh, my words here. I'm but trying what, to no. I I, I follow what you're saying. I women love Beyonce. Women love Beyonce and gay guys, and they also like Rihanna too, right? Mm-hmm. Rihanna, um, I, when she first came out, she was more of her island background. She's from Barbados. That's where I'm from. Yeah. Or at least I'm half Barbadian. And she came in with really like stereotypical island artists. But then she was able to get into the pop and the hip hop kind of thing. And I mean, she went with Rock Nation, was probably a smart yes, move. Jay Z signed her. So yeah, blew up. And then really, she became a fashion mogul. Like she's a billionaire and not from music, it's from mm-hmm. all Fendi uh, wear. And, Fendi. And, and, and I think she has some cosmetics and she's got the lingerie and like all that. Yeah. So she, she, her lane is, she's a mogul now. So she didn't put a lot of effort into music. I think, I think Beyonce is a performer. Like that's, that's her bread and butter. She wants to perform. I'm sure the shows are probably really good because she's well dancing her ass off. But who makes that. better, who makes better music? <laughs> are you going to listen to a Rihanna song or a Beyonce song first? I mean, probably Rihanna song first, but Beyonce has some some decent songs. She Hector does. said yeah, this is does. a Jordan LeBron, <laughs> but uh, but um, that's not a bad analogy because it's pretty. I think there's it's close in some some ways. This, you know, they're both hugely successful women. Yes. I think I think Rihanna's going to do a fantastic uh, job at the Super Bowl um, thing. But you know, some people kind of we try to overhype this thing. Mm-hmm. What happens in Super Bowl? Uh, Halftime show, you go into the you go into the bathroom, or you going to get some food. You're drinking, or you're smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. talking, you, and then yeah, then there's always a woman in the party. They straight in this year. You know, like, you know what though? Most of the halftime show is people will go to parties or watch the Super Bowl for the game, or which is what I like to do. Some yeah. people do for the commercials. I usually check the commercials out the next day, like most regular human beings, yeah. right? You see the little loop reel. Of it's good, all on YouTube. It's on YouTube, right? It's all you on just YouTube. wait the next day, right? Yeah. And then the, another portion of the people go for the halftime show. I think a lot of ladies watch for the halftime show, whether it's a female or male performer. I think yeah. a lot of a lot of dudes might, you know, we're just kind of tinkering around, waiting for, we're taking a bathroom break, we're going to smoke, we're grabbing a beer, we're getting some food, right. we're checking our bets online, Right. And then we go back to the game. But I think the halftime show, like, I don't know. Like, there's been some decent ones recently, and there's been some really bad ones. Yeah. I think Rihanna. What's, I, what's, I'm what's gonna, your, 
what's your favorite Super Bowl performance of all time? Like your favorite, oh, if you remember. Time. I remember back in the day, uh, the Michael Jackson one was pretty good. Yeah, that's, um, yeah. that was. I mean, that was phenomenal. I remember one that had like, uh, uh, who was it last year? Snoop, Dr. Dre. I thought that was just okay. I thought that could have been thought, way, yeah, it, way it better. Work. I thought I mean, it could have been better. Mary been better. J. Blige. I was a big fan. She is yeah. a thick woman. She, she got can, thicker. She got thicker. What happened? I listen. <laughs> we gotta figure this out. She, didn't she have a wife now or something? Who, we'll figure it out, man. Big fan. The, the big Michael fan. Jackson one sticks out to me. Um, I thought Bruno Mars did good a few years ago. I think Bruno I was Mars gonna say that the most good. recent really good one was Bruno. He he performed yeah. his ass off. Yeah. Prince, I think Prince did one. Prince did do one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Jackson. That's a yeah yeah. I was like uh, get giggity. Yeah. Prince did his thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was that was a Super Bowl party. That was Super Bowl. Uh, was that last year? That one was last year. Was it the year before? No, it maybe was, that so was at least two, three years. Yeah, and then I like, sh- yeah, yeah. And then Sharika did that yeah, thing with her tongue. But listen, no, it's I worked for me. For the eye, I could, it's good for the eye candy, but as far as the music and shit, no, nah, I'm good. That's not. I, I was listen to jail. Just sure. this, listen to it on mute. <laughs> just yeah. yeah, but Bruno Mars. I mean, Bruno Mars is he copies? He said he 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 copied Michael Jackson. Yeah, That's how I, he started. I, I like he was Bruno a Michael Mars. Jackson impersonator when he did his thing. Like, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, Bruno Mars is good. Yeah, Michael Jackson Prince. But listen, if 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 Rihanna comes out in her Fenty lingerie, I'm ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Who bro. cares a shit what she says? Who cares? Yeah, I mean, she's good. a woman that she just stays fine for like her whole life. It's just, it's just, it's just yeah. people just have that ability, have yeah. the resources, have the special creams and lotions to keep them um, <laughs> young. <laughs> what? <laughs> Creams and lotions. That's how they stay young, Pedro. You you're get, right. Listen, you're listen right. when you when you make it, you you so far you you up there. You going there, right? I will not be using creams and lotions. When you become really rich and successful, they're going to present you with creams and lotions to keep your skin looking really. <laughs> is, is it the the Illuminati is going to knock on my door and say, "Here's your creams and lotions." Is that what yes. Well, you got to do some yeah. sacrifices first, but yeah, then the creams and lotions kind of come in. I might, but yeah, yeah, I might. We'll see. We'll see what. Happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yours Bills versus the Eagles, right? That's that's your um no 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 Chiefs Chiefs. I got Chiefs Chiefs Eagles. Chiefs Eagles. I could see Chiefs Niners, but I think Chiefs and Eagles. Um I'd like to see the Chiefs and Niners actually. I think that'll be a more enjoyable game, only because that'll be a rematch from a couple years ago, some good storylines. Um that's what I would like to see. I like the storyline of Brock Purdy, this you know, Mr. Irrelevant. It'd be, you know, that would be the most tantalizing for me but i think it'll be chiefs and the eagles if i had to bet thank you giggity moisturizer is important it was one time so p diddy and don't ask me why i remember this maybe that's something wrong with me p diddy was a spokesman for proactive you remember proactive yes i do so proactive was the pimple cream yeah 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 and they were you know proactive had all this money so they were throwing out all the types of celebrities to talk about the thing they probably weren't using because their celebrities don't need that. They can get the better stuff. And PDD was talking about this cream, this proactive, whatever suite of you know medication, whatever. And he says, proactive moisturizes my situation and preserves my sexy. He's I, I quote, I'm not, <laughs> he said that if I could find he, him saying that he said, Listen, it prov- I- what does that mean? <laughs> Well, I'm thinking about Rihanna and some Fenty, and then I'm thinking about moisturizer and 
something with my sexiness. So my brain is in a whole another field right now. So. All right, we're gonna play this commercial. <laughs> Let me see if they, he says in this commercial. Uh, Why did I remember that? I don't know. What's wrong I feel with like me? I, I do remember something about P Diddy and Proactive running because that was really big. They had like the proactive things yeah, in the they malls. Had a lot of money you throw you yeah. buy them in like the mall. They had like this like little like cage they were in. Like they put a lot of money behind that. Product. Yeah, let me let me see if he says this ridiculous thing. Let me say, John P Diddy comes. Well, first of all, let me uh, unmute this and then see. Solution. What? Been using Proactive Solution for years since his New York dermatologist recommended it. During the time when I had an album out, I was more in the public eye, so I definitely had to take care of this problem. I couldn't have pimples all over my face. You feel me? And so my dermatologist <laughs> told me about Proactive. I didn't want no bumps on my face. I'm going to be straight up. That's why I started to use Proactive. Created by two leading you know he's dermatologists, his ass. Proactive Solution <laughs> oh contains God. powerful medicines that work together as a system to deliver incredible skin-clearing results. Cringy, I've been trying yeah. everything since I was 16 years old, and this is the only thing that's ever worked for me. It feels great to look it's good. It's diet. Proactive that's all it is. It can help you feel good about yourself. Proactive is ready to prove it by sending you a full 30-day kit. Why in the fuck the is everything 1999? <laughs> everything is always Proactive in front of that's the one we you would order botanicals to create a powerful right, get to the point with the sexiness system. you can heal <laughs> acne today and help prevent new breakouts tomorrow order now and receive two free gifts the amazing refining like, really mask plus the so booklet like face the, the facts yeah right so like two weeks later my skin had started to really smooth out and clear up one of the things about proactive is it moisturizes my situation it preserves my sexy and then i'm off to doing what i need to do <laughs> Hold on, is that Vanessa Williams? Yeah, Vanessa Williams. Shout out to Vanessa Williams. They, they were throwing out lots of money. But yeah, so wow. if you want to preserve your situation, uh, moisturize your situation, preserve your sexy, um, try Proactive. Do they even make, is that a thing? Do they still sell it? I don't see the infomercials. Is that a uh, thing still? I guess it is. I don't know. They're right now. Oh, yeah, and apparently his his current girlfriend is from the Rap City. Yeah, they, Proactive still there. You can okay. still buy it for thirty dollars and sixteen cents. Oh, inflation! Inflation! Yeah, inflation. Woo! So yeah, he's dating some um, rapper named Young Mommy. She said that she is interested in, or she likes what a man. I don't know why I'm saying this, but it's towards the end of this show. Who? If you guys have made this far, then you deserve to hear something <laughs> gross. She says she's into men that that provide golden showers. Oh, I, how and, did I know you were going to say that? I, and I then uh, on Twitter, P. Diddy, P. Diddy was trending. Mm. So a little R. Kelly action. Well, okay. you assume if they're dating that she has already presented this idea, and then we, then how sick we are that we just assume that. So he hold on, interested. is she giving the golden showers, no, or is she, she wants receiving? it on her. She, she wants, wants to go. Okay, you never peed on a girl, Hannibal? No. Oh. on purpose. Yeah, on purpose. <laughs> purpose on accident. <laughs> have I ever peed on a woman on purpose? No. Hmm. Have you? If you have it, if you have, don't you have to worry about saying anything. So, or you want to bring it out? Let I'm, me know. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? No topic. <laughs> Get giggity. I'm sure. Uh, uh, giggity. Have you peed on a girl? Go ahead. Let's yeah. Comments. Have you pissed on a woman before? Today. <laughs> Today. Yesterday. Yeah. So yeah, she um. She says, "Yeah, PD was trending. I'm admitting to this. This is this is all attention. I mean, wow. maybe she's interested, but it's, it's a little weird. I think it's the same person that said I don't like drinking water. It's like, 
Young Miami. Is she what is she? Is she what does she look like? Pull up a what what is she? Uh, look at she's um part of a rap thing, City Girls. I don't know if you check out I City feel Girls. like I feel like I've heard City Girls before. Like I feel like I've heard the song, I know the name. Yeah. Okay, so she's yeah, definitely very attractive. Yeah, very attractive. Her mom looks at the they're the same age. It's weird. Okay. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so P. Diddy got like another like trending thing because uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Giggity said not even by accident. So I don't know. <laughs> but so I don't know. Um I'm sorry to end it on this uh thing. <laughs> Have we ever peed on it? Listen, we never know where the show's gonna go, guys. So. No. No, why do I remember the things I remember? I, I have no idea. And, um, <laughs> but enjoy the rest of the games, guys. Uh, on Monday, we'll be uh, you know, recapping the uh, next two games to see, yeah. uh, what's going on there. And I'm sure there's gonna be something else that we'll be talking about. So, oh, for thank sure. you for thank you for hanging out with us on this Saturday night. Be safe out there, and we'll see you guys on Monday. See you, peace. <laughs>